0: Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to, uh, what, what did you name the stream this week, man? Uh, dry Ramen Episode Mayonnaise. I think that might be the best name for a podcast I've ever heard. It I'm fits. one of your hosts, Dan. Uh, joined, as always, by completely given up on even trying to be part of this conversation and currently, what, mid-combo on Pincers? Max? Correct. Hello. Uh, Steve, you've been kind of quiet tonight. You haven't given me anything to make fun of yet.
1: No, that's the idea.
0: And 4K, Jeff, you have spent more money on this stream setup. You do realize we're not paying you, right?
2: I'm fully aware you're not paying me. How's it going, everybody? Fine. Good. good. Okay. It's going okay. Just, Just okay.
3: Great. Just okay. And Just great, Steve. Steve. Did we get fajitas off? Hold on. Sweet. Wait he a second. i I'll so invested <laughs> in this. <I> <laughs> Sorry, that was that just popped into my mind. Do you guys play any video games this week?
0: How About you, Steve.
1: Uh, I dropped Final Fantasy World temporarily and went back to um, Wildlands. And in between, they dropped a new update, which I feel is a lot of fun, and it's still broken as shit. So they they have like a horde mode now where you defend a base. And uh, it's a lot of fun if you can get people to join you. So I actually went through the steps of fucking with my NAT settings so I could play with other people. And their matchmaking is broken. So as soon as it matches you with one person, it just goes. So you're playing a four-player game always with two people. And that sucks. So I think I played maybe just... ten, 10 games online and got one where it was a group of three.
2: I'll tell you oh, what, I got a copy of Wildlands coming with my other Impulse buy this week, uh, so I'll have to jump on there and try to play a two-person match with you.
0: Was that in the Humble Bundle too?
2: That was not <laughs> in the Humble Bundle. That was when I asked you, alright, sell me on the Division 2, then, like, 30 seconds after finishing that sentence, I bought the Division 2. you
0: <laughs> didn't give me a chance.
2: No.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good mode. It's a lot of fun. It's, like, uh, the more people you kill, the more resources you get, and then you can either run to the next area because you only have like 60 seconds or you can run to a shop and try to buy stuff so uh they start you out with like the worst weapons it's like a wave of probably like 20 dudes and you get a kind of a shitty pistol and uh, a close quarters combat shotgun that only holds two shells at a time which is useless uh, because it's a wide open area
2: kind of like gun game mixed with a horde mode
1: yeah it, it it's basically a joke weapon that they gave you so uh you always just pistol the first round and then buy whatever weapon you can get away with for the next like 10 waves until you get something better but like every five waves you can uh the shop like upgrades so you can go through the different pages of the up and down grades and buy stuff from before or after because like there's still always attachments that you can get it's it's pretty interesting, but the matchmaking is killer. I,
0: I liked it better when it was called Zombies.
2: <laughs> Just slamming awesome. on the brakes on this podcast. That Just sounds, it sounds to a the lot, whole...
0: Sounds a <laughs> lot like Call of Duty Zombies.
2: Sounds exactly like Call of Duty Zombies.
1: But do zombies shoot back at you and summon helicopters?
2: Once, yeah. one time.
1: I
3: don't want like to talk I,
2: about it.
0: I hear uh, you might have actually started a new video game.
3: Uh yeah, I downloaded Katamari 3 months after I said I would. And uh the game is a lot harder to control than I remember. I don't remember controlling with two joysticks like on the GameCube. I think the GameCube was when it came out,
2: right? Uh PlayStation. PlayStation? 2. Was was it? It? Yeah, you're, to, two. you're playing it wrong you're supposed to play it while rolling in a dryer i mean so that's you really get immersed in it i mean apparently i'm doing something wrong
3: but yeah it's actually really hard to control i guess you had to use the two um dualshock uh joysticks maybe in playstation i just don't remember what but, are you uh, playing
1: it
3: on the switch what do you mean
1: it's, uh, on the, it's on the switch so does it give you the option for two sticks you have to use two sticks well yeah so I can there's no difference, then, from the old one?
3: I don't know. I just I haven't played the first one in, what, 20 years? So I'm shocked. <laughs> I just don't remember that, uh, you know, it being so hard to control. But, yeah, like, turning, like, the camera controls is kind of what I mean. Like, you, it's a, really hard to see where you're going. So, I mean, I enjoy the game. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same game. Um, it's just, and I'm pretty sure it looks like the PlayStation 2 version. Um, but it's still fun to, you know, replay.
1: Hmm. Well.
0: Since you're getting into old games, you can buy Turok for your Switch next.
3: Turok, yeah,
0: yeah. But Jeff, I, uh, well, besides we Katamari,
3: you know, Jeff and I have been playing with my and in, in uh, oh, yeah. PUBG. Yeah,
0: I. And, know, you, joined games. Games. you joined
2: a little bit. You joined a little bit, Dan. But uh, you yeah. yeah. need to petition ABC for a couple more hours of Grey's Anatomy to get you on there. But <laughs>
0: the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. She started to watch uh, Million Little Things, which comes on right after Grey's Anatomy. Oh, so I've got two hours, TV. Wow. two
2: hours now.
3: Two hours.
0: But uh, yeah, I I feel like we should have recorded that because uh, children would have laughed at us for how awful we were.
2: Oh, terrible, terrible. I man. got
0: I got knocked down and couldn't figure out how to stand up.
2: <laughs> was not great. It was a good time.
0: Jeff, let me get my
2: uh, let me get a pillow ready. Because I'm sure your list is real long. Not, not too bad this week. you and have the whiteboard I, out? I do have the whiteboard out. Okay. I actually, I was wondering what the fuck Max was doing for like the first 30 seconds. <laughs> got, oh, he's catching Pokemon. I'm <laughs> trying to throw the ball to the right, but it just will not go to the right. Anyway, uh, I beat Far Cry, New Dawn, uh, and Wargroove this week for games number three and four on my 2019 Games Beat Challenge nice. that I have not told anybody about publicly. But uh, basically, 2019, I want to beat 19 games. Keeping track of it, following it on my, uh, my Instagram. I played a little bit of Rocksmith 2014. I went old school with Curse of Monkey Island, which is just one of those games from my childhood that I never beat but love to play. Uh, played a little bit of Mutant Year Zero for my XCOM but with animals uh, time. And then the next two clusters yes, clusters, uh, have a theme. I played Gran Turismo Sport, Project Cars 2, Forza Horizon 4, Dirt 2.0. Wanted to drive a car this week, but not the one I own in the driveway. All right, quick review.
0: Which one's best?
2: Which one do I like best or which one's best? Because there are two very different things. Which one do you like best? Uh, I like Forza Horizon 4 the best. Um, Dirt 2 is just absolutely fucking infuriating
0: too too simmy
2: it's yeah they put you down like uh, Star Wars level trench and then like if you hit a pebble you fucking do backflips and spin out (laughs) Uh, then with Mayan, friend of the show we played PUBG this week I played Fortnite and I did a little bit of Call of Duty 4 Battle Royale and got my ass stomped jeez that's it it's a lot of games You work work a full-time job, right? I do work a full-time job. You have a girlfriend, right? I do. How do you You don't have have time for so (laughs) many video games? I don't have kids. We hang out enough. And then at night, she gets a bath or a shower, and then wants her own downtime. She watches TV, reads a book, eats a... She makes a pretty mean microwave mug cake. No mayo, no mayo. But she, yeah, uh, she just can... unwinds upstairs and she's in bed by 9 9:30, so I don't sleep a lot and I just play games down here <laughs> as you can see. Is your basement uh, soundproof? Oh fuck now. She hates how goddamn loud I am. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hear about it first thing tomorrow morning. She's like, "You were so loud at 9:05." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeff, what's your uh, interpretation of Far Cry uh the new one? So,
2: here's the deal. It's an average game. People are rating it about a 7, 7. 7.4. I liked it. It doesn't overstay its welcome. So, it's everything you like about getting into a new Far Cry game, but then it's done by the time you're like, God damn it, I gotta go get another outpost, or I gotta go upgrade this weapon. I probably padded, because I wouldn't pay the microtransaction fee. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had to just keep giving up my bases and go fighting for them again to get enough for I think it was called the hamburger gun or bison gun you kill a bison and somehow you make a gun out of it Uh, but it's just it's basically just like a grenade launcher oh of course uh,
0: that's as the Native Americans used to yeah
2: Yeah. so you've read history books yeah
1: so you've played five right
2: I have I've not finished five but I enjoyed New Dawn more than five okay
0: I'm a pretty big fan of these $40, you know, use the same engine and assets to make a little, like, project. Like the one that came out after uh, uh, Blood Dragon. Uncharted 4. Well, no, I was going to go with a different series. Oh. But Uncharted, Lost Legacy, that was a nice little bite-sized...
2: Little snack. Little
0: snack to keep me held over because we're probably not going to get another Wait, here, Uncharted game for a long
2: time. Here's the thing about Far Cry New Dawn, though, is the story, who gives a shit? It's So you know how every couple weeks a new massively multiplayer online zombie hunting survival game comes out, and the worst part about those is people exist? It's everything I want in that, where you got to kind of survive and craft your own stuff and live in the world, but none of the people. But the story is entirely forgettable. It's just fun to go. I went and hunted bears with uh, dynamite. It's just for fun.
0: Just like God intended.
2: I don't know how my, you hunt bear.
1: That was my favorite part about Far Cry Three was the that was the introduction of the hunting, and unfortunately they cut it out in five. But you could just throw a grenade into like a pack of enemies mm-hmm. and then just go take the stuff. So they'd be like, hunt this really elusive deer, and I'm like, no, I'm just gonna throw a grenade at it and get like four of them in a row. Now they're like, oh, if you blow anything up, you ruined whatever loot it had.
0: I haven't played a Far Cry game since 2, so I'm not really useful for this conversation.
2: That's a nice segue into the rest of the podcast for these two. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about? Oh, shit, there's a Magikarp behind you.
0: Well,
3: (laughs) There's a fourth uh, person here? A man me. Wait, can can we uh, briefly talk about what Jeff put in Discord? The uh, Tetris 99...
2: Uh, oh yeah the 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 tournament mode or whatever the thing i dropped and nobody responded to yeah i mean i I read it i'm
3: excited for it i didn't think i needed to say anything about it you're excited
0: you you have to win like you have to win a lot a lot i mean
3: i feel like if you just win like twice that's probably good enough to get in the top 999 do you know how hard it is to win
0: but there's a winner every time.
3: Yeah, but do you think there's a thousand people still
2: playing it? Yeah, I'm not yeah. one of them, but I was able to put it down. Oh shit! No, I'm it's... playing New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe Switch version too. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. Right. Great. Sorry, I tried. You've been, uh, you've been, you've been trying to
0: like subconsciously get us all to play pinball. Oh, and, uh, it's
2: it's fucking working. Fortnite's throwing bumpers and flippers in there. It's taken over. Wait, that
1: was real. I thought that was just a photoshopped image you threw in the chat.
2: <laughs> I that assume I... it's real. I did no extra. It, it's answer. I mean
0: it's creative mode, so that's not that's not like Fortnite proper. That's like Take a little sandboxy game. Yeah. There's a Weezer yeah. island if you if you feel like jumping in there and playing some
2: Fortnite creative. But to answer your question, I get unreal excited for pinball. It's just yeah, so that. much goddamn fun. Yes, you do. And
0: uh, you told us to to download the what was it? Pinball FX three. Yes, and there was a free a free table that we could play. And instead of doing that, I downloaded a emulator and played Kirby's Pinball Land for also three hours choice. last night. I had a really good time. That's a I, I don't know if it's a it says a lot about it as a good game or me as a pinball fan, but that is my favorite pinball game of all time.
2: So no, I had a really no shame good time in an emulated pinball.
0: There are like three hundred people that follow that on Twitch, and I thought about streaming it last night to see you if, could like,
2: very quickly, it's like, finally someone, somebody's playing. playing.
0: But uh, so I play a little bit of that. I, I beat uh, Pikaniku or Pikaniku, that game that you guys never heard of. It was a, I looked a it fun, up when you it. Yeah, it's a fun it. little game.
2: I had, a, I had a lot,
1: and I was like, I don't know what this is. I, had a fun I don't even time. remember us talking you, about. You it. dropped that
2: like I drop pinball, where you're like, all right, back to Peak and Iku, and we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I was like, hey, I mean, am gonna look this up.
0: I I thought that you guys at least would you know go into your Twitch Prime games and at least claim them. So you gotta do let you guys, me know about that. Do you guys do that? You know, I you get free, free games every game. month.
2: Oh, speaking oh. of free games every month, Slime oh Rancher on the Epic Store free tomorrow.
1: Oh no shit. Yeah. That's mm. a good game.
2: So start talking about more games you can will into being free. I, I think
0: we... I mean, we we definitely are 100% responsible for that. I mean, I'm mean pretty
3: sure that's that, Mine's favorite game, so he's probably not excited to hear that. Although he did it. say, yeah, well, he definitely already owns it. But he was telling me I should definitely play it, so... Well, it's now you have no excuse. You
1: yeah, you could have played it for free because you could have just played it off my account.
2: True. Also that.
0: So... Uh, I also, like you've inspired me to to do a, a 19 games in 2019. So, uh, Pikuniku or Pikuniku was my number two game that I've beaten in 2019 this year. Number we one went, was Number one was uh, Ape Out. The internet has been going that. crazy for Ape Out.
2: Have they been going ape shit for Ape Out?
0: They have been going ape shit for Ape Out. Have you guys seen this game at all?
2: Anything? I have. From it? I won wanted- it for some reason i have not forced myself to buy it Let's i saw an ahead.
1: advertisement for it uh and i think there was an article that popped up on kotaku but the singular picture i saw looked like shit and i was like eh, nope
0: i mean it, it it really oozes style like i guess if you don't like the style of it that's one thing but it's definitely not an ugly
2: game 2022 uh, though he'll be all over it yes yes when
0: it is 79 cents on steam sale
1: uh this looks like
2: the discount code
1: uh what is that game called super hot almost except Uh, i yeah kind of 3d
2: yeah a lot of people
0: have been comparing it to hotline miami since it's a devolver digital game it's nothing like like it's literally nothing like hotline miami uh it's it's a cool game i mean it's it's the style is is really cool visually um there's a just a, a guy playing a trap set in the background and symbols crash every time you kill somebody so the the music is constantly evolving with what you play. I mean, it's it's a really on paper a fun game that will lead us directly into our first topic, uh, completely ruined by procedural generation the The map and the enemy placement is completely random. So. You know, you play this game over and over again to get through a level, and I never felt like I was actually getting any better at the game. I was just getting a better layout of enemies, and that's the only time I would beat a level. Like I would, I would go in, and they would drop ten enemies right in front of the entrance, and I'd die right away one time, and then the next time I'd run, I wouldn't run into an enemy until halfway through the level. So, it's it's it. It would be like do you guys. Have you guys played Hotline Miami?
2: It's a nope. pretty good game. Yeah.
0: It would be like oh, if that I, game I was procedurally generated, where where <laughs> they would just drop random enemies all over the place, and there would be no strategy to get making your way through the level.
1: Is there no strategy, or is this? No, those times where you are just not get good enough
0: at it. I mean, I, maybe I, I might not be get good enough, but like there's, there's just there's <laughs> just it doesn't give you the opportunity to because you can't you can't learn what enemy is going to be because the walls are really high, so you can't see very far out ahead of you. So you can't plan. So you gotta kinda like sneak in a little bit and like get a pick like a little idea of what's in there. And it I mean, I the game works great when you're going real fast and you're just running into a room and you're pushing a guy against there's only two buttons in the whole game either. There's push and grab. So you can push an enemy against a wall and they blow up. Or you can grab an enemy and they start firing their gun and you can use them as a like a shield and then use their gun until they stop shooting.
1: Well that's so how that's how hotline miami was like you can play slow and deliberate but usually just going balls out and as fast as humanly possible would win you more often yeah
0: and and in hotline miami you, you know you would have an idea like after you've done it maybe two or three times and you failed you know exactly where the enemies are so you know i'm gonna go into this room i'm gonna pipe this guy i'm gonna spin around i'm gonna shoot this guy you know and you can make little plans, and, and I feel like if they would have actually taken the time to build a level and and make it so that you could strategically plan your way through, About might be one of my favorite
2: games. Well, but the fact that they though. have not done that... Yeah, go ahead. Are you going to go back and play it again?
0: <sighs> There's an arcade mode that I need to peek into and make sure that that's not exactly this. Um, I don't think it is. I would imagine it's still procedurally generated um no probably not if they if they come out with a patch and say all right we crafted three levels and they are what we want them to be you know we designed what the hallways look like we designed where the enemies are i'll go back in heartbeat but if they just i mean it's i don't have any interest in doing it again
2: even though it's random it be, so you're, because you're, it, you're saying that if it was planned out and you played through it the first time you would play through it again knowing where everything is
0: no so it can be random but once I enter the zone, if it would stay the same after I died, that would be one thing. It's random every time oh, you yeah, die.
2: That's, that's weird, then.
0: So you can't like you you die, and like say so it'll be something cheap. Like there'll be a bunch of flamethrowers right at the start, and you can't you can't get near a flamethrower guy. You'll just get lit on fire right away. So, so you probably- you die, and then. And then you you zone in the next time, and you'll you'll start running, and you won't run into an enemy for half the level. Like there won't be a single enemy because they clustered them all together in a spot that you don't even need to go to. So you don't you don't get any better at it. You just get a better layout of enemies, and that's how you beat the game. You just keep dying until you get a layout of enemies that you can deal with.
2: That sounds like a lot less fun.
0: It it is. It's not. It really let me down. Like I really wanted to like the game because when it's right, oh my god, it's so right. You fly in there and you grab somebody, and you do this, and it's, it's so cool. But the moments when that happens are so few and far between because you have to rely on randomness to get you there. It would sounds the, like
1: they. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, Ron. Go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say, would the game be too easy if you could plan your way around it? Like, would there be uh, any point to playing it if you know, okay, just hold this guy, throw him, and then you're done?
0: I mean it, you points. could you could have both. I don't understand why they couldn't just make a base level that they designed that's fluid and fun to go through and then throw in that procedural generation crap to have a little bit of longevity of the game. But just like one level of this is this is we've played this and we've determined this to be a very fun way to play this level I think would be could do wonders for this
2: game. How much is it? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And what did you play it on? Switch. Switch. 20? Yeah, Good. I thought it was 15. I was like, hey, yeah, it, it might be 15. It right. It's 15, 15 on mean. Steam, at least. It okay. might be 15. That so could be... It's,
1: it sounds like the idea is fine, but there's some core issues with it. Like, um, if maybe the difficulty scaling was a little bit more smoothed out, so you're not running into, like, 10 dudes right off. Sort of like... Uh, what was that rogue legacy did you guys ever play that
2: i own it does that count (laughs) either rogue
1: legacy or like i was playing that dung greed game which is also procedurally generated but as you progress through the rooms they get harder it's not just like oh i've run into room one there's 20 traps and seven enemies like immediately there and you just get fucked right in the face and it's it's over because it sounds like sometimes you're kind of running into that issue so they need to pattern it a little bit better so you're going from you know easier to harder instead of just so random that you can get totally like just garbage right in the
0: beginning they they really incentivize you to just not care and just kind of fly in and die and just wait for a better layout
2: like it's it's a lot
0: easier I think a lot of the
2: appeal is it's just a fuck around simulator where you run around making as much destruction as you can until you die yes and no I mean, it's I don't know. It,
0: when you said super hot, like if it had super hot mechanics, it's, like I think while you
2: were while you were describing it, I thought that would be crazy amount of fun in VR.
0: Yeah, it's if if they had super hot mechanics, even like the exact same mechanics where the shit would slow down and like nothing would move until you moved, and you could plan out what you were going to do. That I think that would make the game really cool.
1: So I don't know. the The game doesn't look interesting to me. It looks like garbage. Uh, it's totally the farthest thing from interesting but it does sound like there are a couple of quality of life things that would radically change the game for you like you said maybe if you had like you know five lives until you had to play the level over again yeah they reset it like you know the, the level resets where it kept all of the enemies and layout but you only got five attempts at that yeah or it, you had to refresh the whole thing but just running in all at once or how many, how many levels are there?
0: There, are, there are four discs. It's, it's kind of like this has this old, old movie motif yeah. where it's uh, like film reels. So each, each film reel, there's four film reels. They're all different scenarios. And then each one of those has eight levels in them.
1: So if you die any one of them, what is the reset point?
0: Back to the beginning of the, of the- chapter, like eight. So okay. like you know there there are four on each side of each reel and you just go back to the beginning of the chapter. you don't go back to the beginning of the entire scenario
1: okay, so there basically you have to go nuts and just try to get through what is it like four or eight st- stages till you get to like you know a save-ish point.
0: No, the save points are every are every eight like you know you'll go through every one eight. level and then you go back now you're on level two and when you die at, the, at level two you go back to the start of level two you never have to go back to one.
1: Oh, okay at least in the
0: regular mode I'm, i think arcade mode might be different i got to do a little bit of research on that but it just okay. it left a sour taste in my mouth and i just didn't feel like playing it anymore especially i mean you don't understand like the the social media influencers that i follow were all about this game and i you know usually when something like that happens it Usually ends up being something that satisfies me a little bit, and it just it just really didn't.
2: Yeah, I I for one am not one to let people influence me to buy games, uh, <laughs> so I, I can see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, because you just buy them all; you don't need to be influenced. That's correct.
2: It's the quickest way to get past their marketing bullshit.
0: <laughs> so this led me to think I don't know that I've ever played a game that I liked procedural generation in. Have you guys? Do you guys have anything on your palette on your plate that you've played in the past that? You think that being procedurally generated added to the value of the game?
2: So they're usually like a Metroidvania kind of game that are procedurally generated, and I, for the life of me, cannot get into that genre.
0: That's um, interesting. Yeah. I it, feel like, never that, like I feel like Metroidvania. Like have, I, I'm surprised you don't have Metroidvania tattooed on you. You just exude now, that vibe. I
2: have, a, I have a tramp stamp of a dolphin above my ass crack jumping out of a net into a can of tuna. Playing. Pinball? I don't know. I, I've Playing only, pinball, I, I've yeah. only
0: known. I've only known Come you on. for a little bit, so I don't know if you're joking or not.
2: Well, that's half the fun of watching the podcast, <laughs> isn't it? Is he quoting basketball? I don't know. Not yet. (laughs) Give it time. It'll
0: devolve. But, uh, Steve, you you said you played Dungreed. I've
1: I've played a shit ton of games that have procedurally generated stuff, and uh, I don't think I would have liked many of them without it. Um, Like, my favorite game of all time being Terraria. Uh, Each world is randomly generated, kind of like Minecraft is.
2: So, it's so the second time today I've heard Minecraft. Can somebody explain this to me?
1: No. So, <laughs> but there's uh, like sky islands with chests in them. Chests are randomly placed everywhere when you finally hit like the hell level. Because you're always just looking for the you know, chests and eat strata or building stuff. Or uh, they even did it so uh, the world can have different biomes in them. Like you either have corruption or you have like plague as like the main evil force in your world or certain types of ores will or won't appear, but um I don't think that game would have been as good as it is if the world was static, because eventually you're just gonna get that thing where there's gonna be a guide that's like, here's how to beat the game in ten seconds by going to point four dash three, drilling straight down, picking up the, you know, chest with the ultimate weapon and then cheesing the game. Uh, I think that's a game that that needs procedurally generated world and the gameplay is kind of static or whatever from there. Um, Dungreed is another one. If every time you walked into that dungeon it was the same, that game would be boring as shit. so
0: Here's my question. So this Dungreed sounds like it's more the the kind of game that I'm posing this question towards. If somebody actually took the time to make a level of Dungreed or however the scenario of Dungreed, you don't think it would be any good like like... I, i
1: know where you're going with it but no it wouldn't because the whole purpose of that game is like the live die repeat but there is persistent progression so you are getting to walk out with xp so your character is leveled you get to walk out with a little bit of money so you can fix up the town to try to make your runs better and more efficient but if the first level was always the same no, no, I'm not, not saying so that. It,
0: it, you can be, they can be random, but if if it was a person making the level, a, a million people making the levels, and you got a different level every time, but it was made by somebody that took care and crafted the level, you, like it, would it break the game or would it be better? Uh,
1: I guess, but I'm not sure how you do that because you either have to open it up to the public to have them craft it, which yeah. you're just gonna get shit. It's the it's the open internet. You're just gonna get no, piles of shit. Or you have to spend forever to sort of vet these things, and then what's the point? That's no, I, what pro- I, I that's understand. what the procedural generation is for.
0: Yeah, it's because it's lazy and it's easy. It, it's, it you can you can make a game with more playability without actually making a game good.
3: What about like games like Diablo? Yeah, like, aren't yeah, all the dungeons like random?
1: Yeah, the the layout is random each time. Uh, Borderlands, the guns were random. I actually pulled up a list because I was like, what are some examples? And there's a ton of them on there. Uh, Civilization, worlds are procedurally generated. Uh, Actually, a lot of them are world building. Left 4 Dead 2, the gameplay changes to match the player's performance, such as uh, enemies that come at you, paths, and weather, which I forgot about that one. So that was on there uh spelunky the entire game stardew valley it's mostly dungeons that well that's what it's for for the most part and then occasionally you'll see something uh like oddball like the borderlands weapons stuff but it's mostly like, it's just the worlds
2: it's kind of like an indie game crutch where they lean on that where they go well, you're not gonna pay sixty dollars for this, but we can charge you fifteen or twenty and you're gonna get a lot of replay out of it. There might just not be a lot of game to it.
0: Yeah. I mean the the I can't think of a good example of this right now. So you're just gonna have to, you know, either believe me or not, but I have a feeling that the best procedurally generated dungeon is nowhere as good as the best handcrafted by a team of people dungeon. Like you could procedurally generate a, a Zelda dungeon but it wouldn't be good, like, it wouldn't be nearly as good as as the one that they crafted for the you, as I understand is, uh,
1: No, no, you, right you are correct, imagined. but you're missing the point of what it's for, though, because I, no, in I a felt, Zelda I... dungeon, you're going into the dungeon once and you're done, mm-hmm. and then you never have to go back again, whereas any game that has... Because you're
0: going go to like... go into a different dungeon.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go back have...
0: into that same dungeon.
1: Yeah, they've got like eight of them that they made by hand, they're interesting, you're good to go, but when you're playing these other games, you usually by the nature of them, you're going into them again and again and again, level one, trying to get to level eight. If it it's, was the same thing, they might as well just pop in Mario.
2: It's more a test of your ability at that point to see if you can handle curveballs being thrown at you.
1: Yeah, or at least like, uh, even in Dungreed. The first level is never a challenge, right? It's all about seeing what pops up in between. Is there anything interesting or helpful or you know, maybe a choice that isn't helpful? What kind of treasure can you get to take you to the next area? Because it's a roguelike and maybe you get some good stuff. Maybe you don't. You have to make some choices and then move on. But if it was the same pattern, even if it was a handcrafted, well-done thing, it would get way too fucking boring because you're playing it Every single time you start up that game, it's the first level over and over again. It's a different type of game. So Yeah, no, I
0: understand. So, what it sounds like is Ape Out just was not the style of game that should have been procedurally generated. Yeah,
1: it sounds like you're pissed at Ape Out and you're trying to drag it into other
2: games. Well, it's just,
0: <laughs> it just doesn't. I, I've never really been a big fan of the rogues. Did Ape uh,
2: Out eat mayonnaise on celery in front of you? Is that what no. the... yeah. What, yeah, what did, did you, he do, do wrong? You have to today? excuse yourself
1: from the rogue. <laughs> But no, it, no it's it definitely... just
0: it's it's uh I I just thought it would be a a and I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on every procedurally generated game because I haven't played them all so I I'm not somebody that can be like considered an expert on them but it just it ape out just puts such a sour taste in my mouth for just the whole procedurally generated idea that. And, and and nobody talked about it. Like I felt like a crazy person. Like I'm looking on the internet. Like somebody has to agree with me. Like this this game wasn't that good. <laughs> and everybody's like and everybody's like it's game of the year. It's awesome, man. You gotta play it. Greg Miller's over there,
2: like losing his goddamn mind. And I'm like, I don't I don't think this is a very good game. I do. Like March sixth, we've crowned game of the year already.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. It the game looks like shit, and I'm not interested in it. And it, by what you're telling man. me, it's just taking me further and further away from even. i mean if you don't like if you don't
0: like the looks of it
2: i mean i I don't know that's an opinion you you did move me to a price cut (laughs) yeah
1: it doesn't look like the type of game that i'd be interested in basically wasting my time on i've got other games that i want to play but i think procedurally generated stuff has a specific niche for it and it's usually used for that like did anybody here ever play spelunky Mm -hmm. yeah i played it like once or twice so i know what kind of game it was but that's not going to be the same game if the first level was the same it would basically then be mario you're just trying to you would just try to get from level one one to eight three i I think
0: i would just rather play mario
1: (laughs) yeah and that's that's fine but that's just not what that game was meant i have good
2: news for you though nintendo is willing to sell you mario all the mario you can possibly handle yeah Again and again, procedure, not even procedurally generated, but that's Mario <laughs> Maker too.
1: Well, yeah, if, if if that's what you want, you get Mario Maker, and
2: but that's mean, not procedurally
0: generated; it's 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 human generated.
1: No, no, I'm saying if that's I'm not locking this one back, I said want, it could happen. Yeah, you want handcrafted levels made by four-year-olds and idiots? So
3: live the fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this stream might turn into. By the way, once Pokemon no, is over. No.
0: We're going full cooking. We're going 100. Uh, percent
3: You want to do the Dutch cooking stream?
0: Yes, I've I've learned how to make freaking Dell. I've learned how to make uh, that other thing that they were talking about. I'm gonna make it next week. I'll have you guys over for freaking Dell.
3: Okay. Didn't you just say it was hot dogs?
0: It's essentially a deep fried hot dog. Okay.
2: So it's like a corn dog. Nah, not not really.
0: You don't put a batter on the outside of it. So you you take you There's take ground milk. chicken, ground chicken and ground pork. And you mix it together with some spices, and then you you put it inside some saran wrap, and you boil it until it's most of the way done, and then you pull it out, and then you can either fry it right away, you can put it in the refrigerator.
1: <laughs> so you made sausage and an, edi- an edible casing. <laughs> well, no, you no, know, you take
2: it, you take it out of the saran wrap. Well, yeah. Two, two questions for you: What is the percentage of mayonnaise in this food item?
0: None. You don't put any
2: mayonnaise in this. That's where you went
0: wrong. You, first, you, they have they have a they have a spicy ketchup that they call curry, which is really confusing. Yeah, uh, I was told that's
3: basically chipotle sauce. Yeah. Question
2: like number two: it. Do you serve it on a bed of dry ramen so, so I, with I, I sprinkled seasoning? I didn't, I didn't get to the bed yet. It's puff pastry.
0: You lay out some puff pastry and you fold a nice little pattern on the top so side of it. There is kind of a
3: dough. It's just a thin yes. hot dog. Yeah, so total yes. hot dog on a crescent roll.
2: Yes. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Just, just a hot yeah. Dog.
1: It's like the super <laughs> super hipster crap
2: food that they'd sell at party. I feel like I need a soul patch for this one. Uh, but I don't it's think Dutch. they have any it's Dutch. They don't it's have uh, any hipsters in, it's in their the, national the food.
0: Yeah, you you're don't talk shit on Dutch food in this channel or else we're gonna lose all of the yeah. people that watch yeah, this. i, really I lose hear like hot pulling
2: out right now.
1: Uh, all those uh, subs from that random gas station in Kazakhstan are just gonna go like right out the
2: window. He's thinking of pulling mine
0: too. Yeah. Well, welcome to Frickendale Talk. I'm your host Dan. Anyways, um, I think that's all we need to talk about procedural generation. I need to go and play some other games.
2: That's than, like, all. This we only sour did, tea. Like, Twenty five minutes on it.
0: Yeah, that's why there wasn't that many topics today because I figured this would would would
2: go places, but. Uh, So
0: so Dead or Alive 6 has a $93 season pass.
2: Jesus Christ. Nerds, dorks, dweebs, listen to me. Do not buy that shit. (laughs) Like You can find everything you want to get out of the $93 season pass on the internet. And you can get a better fighting game for less than $60.
1: Is Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball still a thing?
2: Oh, most definitely. It's called Dead or Alive Extreme.
1: I, I played some knockoff version of that way back in the... Was it GameCube days, and uh, the they screwed it up because the emphasis was supposed to be on the girls, but the volleyball game was so good. That's all I played it for.
2: (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The old one-handed volleyball games you used to play.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, the actual gameplay was like if you. I played with my brother uh, a bunch, uh, because it was like he always liked sports games. I fucking hated them. They played back to back. This was the only, like, bridge game that we could...
2: I was gonna let that shit go.
3: <laughs> no, I think I remember this volleyball game, because I'm pretty yeah, sure I played like, it too. I vaguely yeah. remember hearing about it. Because then, then I
1: was like, why, why should we play the knockoff one when you can play the Dead or Alive, like, the one that's supposed to have jiggle physics? And I think I picked that one up, and I was like, it's a bunch of shitty minigames and really bad volleyball. And I just went back to the other one just to play the volleyball.
0: I think I had Extreme... Either that or I rented it from Blockbuster. I rented a lot of video games from Blockbuster. I thought the volleyball was okay. I mean, it wasn't Super Strike Volleyball for the NES good, but it was pretty good.
1: No, the, it was definitely like nothing but fan service and then a sprinkling of what like a shitty game that you threw together overnight would be like.
2: Yeah, you're describing Dead or Alive 6 with its $93 season so, pass, Volume thinking, 1. It's
0: right, the I'm going to. I'm going to devil's advocate this here. I think that this $93 season pass is a good
2: thing. I think you're a fucking liar. Yeah. What would you, what
0: would you, what would you, (laughs) I know, I'm not saying that I would ever spend this kind of money on a season pass like this or, or literally any of the things that come
2: in it. I I know you posted what's in it on the rundown. So rundown as quick as possible what's in it. Please,
1: please, God, not Just just fucking skip that.
0: Happy Wedding Costumes Volume 1. Oh, shit. I'm happy. Wedding Costumes Volume 2. Take my money. Costume Pack Volume 1, Costume Pack Volume 2, Additional Character, My Sharona. (laughs) My Sharona's debut costumes, Other Additional Character, and Their Debut Costumes, all for Uh, a grand total of
2: $93.
0: So, I mean, I did a little research. In, In Dead or Alive 5, a character was normally $4, a costume pack was $20, and a debut set was $10. So you are saving a little bit of money that if you were planning on buying all this... If if that's your thing where you need to have all the costumes, you need to have all the wedding costumes, volume one and volume two, I mean, more power to you. I would much rather see this monetization style than for them to sell digital currency that went into a loot box type situation where you got a chance at getting a costume. This is a way more fair situation than what, you know, EA is doing.
2: It's fair, but still super predatory.
0: How so? How is it more predatory than than uh, the the gambling mechanics of a loot box?
2: Who's the target audience for Dead or Alive? Uh, I would imagine... Sad, desperate nerds? Yes. So you're separating sad, desperate nerds from their money when they could just Google Dead or Alive jiggle physics and get everything <laughs> you need out of that game in a four-minute YouTube video. I mean, About they things. obviously...
0: Video. But I, I still don't think it's predatory. I don't think it's even close to predatory. If you're, I mean, it, by your logic, literally selling anything to anybody would be predatory.
2: So you think $93 is a fair price point for two characters and some wedding dresses? Uh,
0: it, it is if the the costume packs are $20. I mean, it, I think the only reason we're talking about this is because they made a season pass that was $93. If they just would have sold the stuff all separate, in twenty dollar increments in four because i think four dollars is super fair for a character
2: for a character yeah for a skin basically that seems insane to me that it's twenty dollars
0: i i mean i think it's crazy but it's i mean it's a free market they can market they can if they're going to tell and you know exactly what you're getting for that twenty dollars i'm sure you can look at pictures of what you're getting What was the name of the
2: second character you listed
0: uh additional new character
2: you know exactly what you're getting
0: i'm not talking about what the season pass when you when you sign up for a season pass you need to know that you're taking a complete gamble because a lot of times you have like I, I signed up for the smash brothers season pass only knowing that joker is is coming i'm taking a leap of faith that they're going to put four other characters that i enjoy but i have faith that it's going to be something i want if you're a dead or alive person that's going to spend 93 dollars, you have faith that they're going to put some stuff in there that you want
1: Meanwhile, the season pass for Wildlands, people are all pissed off about it because so far there's only been uh, two DLCs, and their combined total isn't worth the season pass. I mean that out
2: for what? Two years now? Three years maybe?
1: Uh, well, there's only two like actual DLCs, but they're I looked into them when I was enjoying the game, and they're shit because they're basically like side games so that you don't play them in the same, like, campaign or world and they don't really carry anything over. And, I don't know, the, the one is garbage because it's all about vehicles, and the vehicles in that game drive like shit, so why would I want to play a whole DLC around that? Um, the, the other topic uh, that I'll wait for you to finish your Season Pass rant on is just the general price of downloadable content in general, because uh, theirs is ridiculous but uh, i'll yeah, come back there. to that
0: we're there I, I, my i the only thing that i think that not should be commended but shouldn't be like shouldn't be vilified for this high price is that they're not doing a like the predatory you know it's only 99 cents for one more pool, and you might get that costume you want i think uh, that's way think more egregious loot boxes
2: are bullshit but here's here's what bothers me about the 93 dollar season pass one one implies that they're planning more that they're going to charge you for later so my assumption is this is if this was 10 years ago nah, 15 years ago this is shit that would have been on the disc would have been an unlockable you beat the game you get it now it's they're unofficially intentionally holding back content to charge you more for a base game you've already bought into yeah, and welcome to, you...
0: welcome to gaming in 2019. Yeah, yeah. I was going
2: to like say, gaming.
3: isn't that pretty much every game nowadays? Yeah,
2: but so... because you bought into that ecosystem, you have a little bit more pressure to so keep up with. If you're into the online element of it, you want to have everything that everybody else has to stay with the people you're playing against.
1: See, I don't mind that so much, though, because basically outside of the uh, the few characters... It's all enthusiast-grade material, is what we're talking about. Because if you just want to try this game out, you pay your $1 to $60. Check out the different characters. If you decide you want some costumes, sure. If you absolutely fall in love with the game and you want to support them and give them money, there's plenty of opportunity to do it. But this game doesn't, as far as I'm aware, does not have a huge following behind it. And so for me, all of this DLC falls in line with uh, what Dan had posted before about like Euro Truck Simulator, where that's actually a legitimately good game if you just want to chill out and try to drive a truck. So it didn't surprise me that when he said that and I checked it out, they had like a ton of DLC. It was like $180 worth. And I'm like, that's there's
0: there's almost $3,000 worth of DLC for Euro Truck Simulator.
1: Oh, whatever. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, though, because that's all enthusiast-grade stuff. It doesn't do anything to change the game. It's like, if I want to drive a Volvo and I- I'm going to give them the license money for it, sure, why not? I mean, have you guys ever even looked into the train simulator shit?
2: I'm currently doing that now.
1: It's $8,700. There's 500 DLCs for it. And that's fine, because it's basically a digital train set, so they're buying the license, putting it on there. Ten to a hundred people are going to buy it, and that's that's fine. It doesn't do anything for anybody else. It's a small niche pool of people that want to get in on it, and so that's what you do. They're they're buying their digital Legos and they're having fun with it. So yeah. you know what that doesn't bother
2: me. I'd Uteboxes... take it back. If you want to buy the season pass for Dead or Alive Six, go buy the season pass. <laughs> we sold him on it. He's doing but, it. He's going mean, to buy okay. it. He's doing oh, it right oh, now. That Break that. out the credit card, Jeff. This is the but, part where I tell you I bought it already, right? But,
1: but this <laughs> is why right now. This is where Dan has it right, though. Is they're they're not fleecing their people by doing some bullshit loot boxes, and while the prices are you know exorbitant, it's for the people who are into that. It's for that specific market, which is the issue that I'm running into with um, Wildlands because I'm really enjoying the game, and one of the things I was looking for was. Uh, I kind of wanted to mimic, in a weird way, some actual firearms that I own, which means I need a pump-action shotgun. And there exists one in the game, and I was like, oh, you can buy individual weapons, let me check it out. Loaded up, it's like 1,200 credits for this shotgun. I was like, okay, how much are credits? It's uh, five bucks for like 800 of them. And I was like, I have to pay nearly 10 bucks for a digital shotgun. And there's, like, tons of shit to buy in this game. And there's even loot boxes in it, too, for more stuff. And uh, way, way back in the day, I think maybe our first or second episode we ever talked about, it was the same deal where I was like, I'm not going to pay that much because that's nearly the price of just a different game. So is it worth it to have a bunch of DLC cosmetic stuff and charge really low prices and net more people that don't care and they'll just spend like, you know, one to three bucks for a random weapon or skin or whatever? Or is it worth it to go for the whales where you have to spend a ton of money? Or, you know, like the DLC for that game, right? How many people need to buy the $100 pass? Is it going to be to outweigh the Random people that just bought like one or two of the packs.
2: I'll, I'll tell you what swayed me because I i turned to my left and I saw my pinball table there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I said, How much have I spent on pinball effects three tables? Yeah, and if I would have bought them all at full price, didn't uh, it would have been $249.71. But to me, that's worth it, that's why I'm wrong. You are correct.
0: I'm not, I'm not trying to be correct or anything i'm and again i'm not trying to commend them for anything it's still ridiculous and i hope nobody buys it and i hope they realize that it's too expensive <laughs> they could have done way worse they could have put these in loot boxes
1: yeah yeah so, so the pricing we're all agreeing is too high oh but definitely the, but the method
2: these prices are just too high
0: yeah. They, but the funny thing is they, they took out all like the skimpy outfits out of the base game and they they try to get like commended like oh look they're 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 with the time yeah, they're, they're, not gonna, the paywall now. they're not gonna they're not gonna have uh these skimpy girls in their game. Yeah, they're gonna make you pay extra for that.
2: <laughs> so they took their bread and butter and they charged you more for it.
0: Well I think Dead or Life five is free and you just gotta pay for the costumes. If I was, if I looked that up properly, the base game is 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 no
2: money. Well, I wonder what that, that sold lifetime costume was.
1: I mean, if that's the case, then they took the um, was it Path of Exile model, where Path mm-hmm. of Exile is free, but all of the game funds go from um, like purchasing things for your account that don't really have that much of an effect on the game or skins and stuff and people will do that all the time because they love that game and they want to support them so it's kind of like that i would be pissed if i paid a 60 dollar entry fee to the game and then they're like oh by the way we've got 200 dollars worth of extra dlc shit if you want it and i'm like come on i already paid 60 bucks to get in here
0: no i mean i i i completely understand and i would i would love to be you know five years ago me just that pissed off that oh man if you're, you have your DLC out already, you, you knew you, you knew what this was going to be. You should just put it in the game. You know, I, I used to be mad about this, but I've just, I just have numb to it now.
2: That's oh, don't fine. get me wrong. I'll, I'll pay for DLC, but not $93. <laughs> no. no I, yeah, I, once I have
0: completed a game, I'm done with it. I don't know that, but Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild was probably my favorite game of the last decade.
2: Bitch, I never played that DLC I paid for. I, I never,
0: I didn't buy it because I knew I wasn't interested in it. I, I don't even want to really go back and play it anymore. i I'm not a completionist. I like to roll the credits and be done with something.
2: I, I keep getting the itch to go back to it, but it's been about a year since I picked it up. It
0: hurts. It, it It's so hard to get the timing back to try to reflect things and parry things correctly.
1: So Dan isn't a big shopper into this, but Jeff, I've got that question for you, is that if you played a game where they had a bunch of cosmetics and you were into it, are you more likely to spend like 20 bucks On a DLC pack. Or if it was one of these things. Where they just had a ton of stuff. But it was all relatively cheap. Would you just piecemeal. Way more money into it doing that.
2: I would probably go for like. Like waiting for a season pass. To hit a sale. To pick it up. Because I I mean I've bought stupid shit DLC. Like for Persona 5. I bought the Catherine. Costume set. And it's just because. I absolutely love the game Catherine. And I want to let Atlas know, financially, <laughs> that I like the game, Catherine.
1: Yeah, you vote with your wallet. But I was thinking about this the other day because I picked up a new random mobile game. And I was having a little bit of fun with it, even though I'm not going to finish it. And I paid, like, you know how they always net you with those uh, beginner offers? Where it's like $2.99 mm-hmm. for a bunch of the random crap.
2: After an and ad I, for a match-three game, yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I was like, uh, I'm sure tons of people have bought that, like, Two ninety nine for a bunch of the instant boosters or whatever uh, sale that they always threat you when you first download it, but threat How him? many, <laughs> how you many said. people <laughs> do they net into that over um, like the one or two whales that come in and buy the like the two hundred dollar? Here's a
2: million gems pack because I, I would say anywhere between one to five percent of your player base. Yeah, I can I can I find
0: I'm you fair. good statistics on this because somebody did a. a pretty decent article and I'll, I'll get it. It might have been Kataki or somebody where they they went and found out what the breakdown of where money comes from and it's it's something crazy like ninety five percent of a game's revenue that's made in a like the predatory loot box style game mechanics comes from like one percent of players. You know, yeah they well, they don't
1: the loot boxes are different because that appeals to people who have like gambling issues or more money than sense. I mean, even, um, I was trying to figure out, because there's three different loot boxes in uh, Wildlands, and only one of them contains weapons. I wasn't sure which one, so I was looking at it. There was a Reddit thread where this kid was like, I was just a little bit curious, so I spent $50 and bought the loot boxes to see how long it would take to get a legendary, because it in... Uh, in Wildlands, they do that no repeating loot. You always get something new until basically you can't buy loot boxes anymore because you've gotten everything. And he was wondering how long it would take to get a gun. And he's like, eh, my interpretation is it wasn't worth it. And everybody's like, but you're the guy who's <laughs> who's making this go forward because you bought $50 in loot boxes where the rest of us don't even want to chance it. But in a, I'm I'm talking about that market where you can buy individual pieces that aren't. So... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on the fence as to if they're catching the enthusiast and the big fish by having weapons and boots and backpacks that literally cost, you know, 8 to 10 or 20 bucks a piece in real life money for them. If that winds up netting you more money than just having a ton of stuff that's cheap, because I would have bought a bunch of stuff by now if it was cheap. Or is it one of those like corporate decisions where they're yeah, like...
0: I'm, I'm, there, there are people way smarter than us with data that we don't aren't privy to that can tell you exactly what it is. Uh.
1: Yeah. I, I just wonder, but I find it annoying because there's stuff that I'd like to play with, but I'm not going to spend that much money on it. And it's never going to come down because it's their in-shop stuff.
3: We can, yeah. um, we can look at Dota 2, I think, for like a pricing guide or how they go about doing this, like, they do have their loot boxes, but they have the free drops. And, you are you know, you're asking, Jeff, would you play a game enough to, like, buy a skin? Or would you like a game enough that you've played a whole bunch to, like, you know, do that? I've done it. I mean, I've done it, too. I've done it for Donut, too. Like, I put thousands of hours into that game, and I bought one set for, like, one character that I played all the time. So but I mean, yeah, I, I think there's character. Pr- yeah, I think there's a ton of people like kind of like me that would do that.
2: Let me ask, you, what did you pay for the skin?
3: Uh, I think it was like twenty dollars, something like that. Yeah.
1: And, and it, it has better.
3: absolutely no effect on the game other than well, slightly different well, looks. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: there, I mean,
3: there's, there's, there's no gameplay difference. I would say. A
0: completely different can of worms if it's you know pay to win. Oh yeah. yeah. We don't That's have time to go down that rabbit hole.
3: Yeah.
1: That's, that's the enthusiast grade stuff. It's like, if mm-hmm. you were playing Magic, right? If you just need to build a specific deck, you're gonna cheap out and you're gonna build, you know, Wrath of Gods and whatever else. But if that's gonna be, like, your favorite fucking deck of all time, you're gonna go look for Foil Judge promos. You're gonna pimp it out. You're gonna buy the good sleeves. You're gonna waste money on it because that's, like, that's your shit now.
0: Yeah,
1: but... For the, for the non enthusiasts, the like the drive by consumers, I'm just wondering if you would make more money by having a friendlier entry fee into that. Because, I mean, I know I'm not going to play Wildlands forever, but I'm like, yeah, that's a cool shotgun. I'd love to buy it. Not going to pay that much money for it. This, this gonna...
0: Wildlands. We'll wrap this up here after one more question. Is there any way to get that shotgun besides in-game currency? uh, out-of-game currency there's no like in-game currency you can pay it with or uh, random drops
1: it's a really convoluted system because uh, i told you they have three different so um two of them you can slowly earn in-game currency they do not contain weapons though and the ones that do contain weapons uh don't have like special pay only weapons i think it comes in like a yeti hunter pack so you do have to spend that much money for it cuz you also get. If it has then, Yeti on it, it's probably
0: really expensive. Do you see like some of those coolers are?
1: Yeah, no shit. Well, that also kind of bothers me cuz a lot of the uh uh special stuff that you get, you can't change. So I don't want like a bright blue icy looking shotgun. I would want to color it and they're like, "No, you spent $8 for the special skin, now it's stuck on there forever." I'd be like, oh, "Jesus Christ, what the fuck's going on here?"
0: All right, I want to hit this last topic real quick because I I, uh, I want to ask Steve a question. Discless ex- discless Xbox. The best thing about it is it's making everyone say dickless Xbox.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say dickless Xbox.
2: Can't it's, wait. Yeah. Back your butthole. Yeah, all over yeah it. it's called
0: the Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Has to be the worst fucking name for a console ever. Steve, how cheap would this thing have to be for you to be interested in it? I'm gonna start. i want to start at let's say 150. Does it need to be cheaper than 150
1: for a console? Yeah, that I'm not in the market for.
0: (laughs) Okay, I'm just how how cheap do I have to go? One hundred.
1: Let me think about it for a moment. Why does he even
3: why does he want to purchase
0: it? It Just at what point does it just become? You tell me I can get an Xbox for this much money, and then you just fucking do it because it's so cheap.
1: All right, well let's flip that on its head. Ask me how much I would pay for that (laughs) fucking PlayStation. Classic. It's the same it's thing. It's getting. It's
2: I getting the down right to like forty I have dollars. Not pulled yeah. the trigger yet. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, a switch. Actually, how much would you pay for a switch? Like a thing you would actually use? Yeah, Ten thousand dollars. That's different. <laughs> because the the We're going to go is... up in
2: price, not down. <laughs> only only if the switch comes with bridal costume package 1 and 2. <laughs> will I pay 10 grand for it. happy I mean, wedding costume? Happy wedding, uh, sorry. Get it right.
1: Unfortunately, you'd probably have to get real low because I'm not in the market and I don't have a use for it because like I I would want to buy a switch if I could find one cheap okay. because well, I could I could be on the couch and play it, but I can't really do that with a console. Let me, let me
0: propose one more thought experiment to you. What if it included uh, a long trial of Game Pass? Let's say a year. Do you know what Game Pass is? Yeah, I don't know what Game Pass it's is. It's like 200 games that you could play. And there's, you, there's current ones in there. That, like, before they, you they answer, you can also
2: play it on your computer. Some yeah, of the I, games. Some I of the saw games, that in chat,
1: computer. and I was like, "What's the what's the point? I would just play it on the computer." Only, like...
0: only, only the new games are Play Anywhere games. The older games aren't there yet. Uh, soon, uh, soon uh, there. I mean, we could get into a whole other topic of a window beta that has uh, some lines of code in it that actually allow you to play native Xbox games, but that's that's not talked for one minute over the hour.
1: All right, I'm gonna flip this on its head. And I'm going to say what it's, this basically is is a Steam box, but it's it's the Microsoft Steam box. It's, it is. It is. it's,
0: it's the Xbox. It plays the Xbox games. Stuff is, still, stuff is still made to play on this thing. It's not yeah, like a Steam but, box where there's different levels.
1: It, if it's a diskless console, then nice. it literally is a Steam box. It's just, I, mean, I
0: guess.
2: What yeah, what if I told it. you that Game Pass came with Casey Powell 2016 lacrosse? That help sell you at all? Oh shit! In gem that never uh, drops and you know what?
1: I'm sorry, but I already brought like Brian Ashton's cricket like 10 years ago, <laughs> and I still got to beat that. Um, all right. No, but that that is the question. Really, is they basically made a Microsoft branded uh, Steam box? And I was really interested in the Steam Box back in the day. Uh, right now, in my current state of life, it's not interesting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't need it, so I wouldn't spend any money on it. Now, if we went back in time like ten years, and Steam Box flopped, but you have a Xbox streaming box, basically.
0: It's not a streaming um, box, though. That's not. We, it's not what. It's not it's what. Says, like, it's, it's not literally just an you, Xbox without a disk drive. It's the same stuff. Like, you still buy, you buy your Xbox. games.
1: But you still have to download the fucking game.
0: Yeah, but I download box. all my games anyways. I haven't used the disk drive on any of my things in five years.
1: But that's what Steam is. You download the fucking games and you play them. It's the same thing. It's <laughs> just a it's uh, the price Windows higher, Xbox. Though, yeah.
2: With less sale opportunity.
1: But that's that's what we're talking about. Is It's basically a Steam box, but it's Everything's going
2: to be a Steam box. In, yeah five years
0: so
1: so if like 10 years ago before i had kids and i had plenty of time would i be interested in something like that actually yeah because i wanted a steam box and this is just the alternate brand of it i'd be super psyched if there was a playstation version because playstation has a lot more interesting games than xbox so basically if you had a what is their marketplace called ps now ps wow whatever the fuck it is Uh, their digital
2: playstation now
1: yeah, that so that's the exact same thing is you basically download games to your console, so eliminate the disc drive and you now have their marketplace on a piece of hardware. It's a Steam Box, just not Steam. Uh, that's something that I think would be really really interesting and but you'd still have to hit that you know, price margin because if I buy a console, I usually have that expectation that and that fringe scenario i could just as long as i have power i could play a game whereas uh, a lot of these are like online only type things
2: games as a service we
0: will uh we will continue this topic on another day because we have reached our
2: hour i stick around to hear about mayonnaise
0: i appreciate everyone hanging out in the chat uh if you want to watch this later we're on youtube we're also on podcast services we're still called random encounters i might change it to this this might be zany enough to get us some of those what the hell's uh dry ramen mayonnaise
2: i'm super disappointed he didn't eat one like he said he was gonna do you should have told uh, me i would have done it
0: that's the 1000 sub goal
2: (laughs) 1000 subs to eat some ramen (laughs) Jeez. but what if i made you a shiny chancy out of dry ramen would you eat it on camera yeah, uh, for 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 to... Max right, and sure, Steve sure,
0: yeah. and Jeff, I'm um, Dan. We'll see you later.